Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is the big question, the show that gives you too much information about how to beat those charges in court. Get your case thrown out on a technicality, everybody. Run free. Don't let the man keep you down. We all know you didn't do it. My name is MT, and I'm here today with off-screen producer Brandon. What's going on, brother? That's right, MT. Don't let the man keep you down. Don't ever talk to the cops. Keep Never. your mouth shut. Get your lawyer in there. Seriously. What are you doing? Seriously. It's, a, it's good advice. If, if cops ever make you feel like you have to talk to them, you never have to talk to the cops. Talk you say to you, need, you just you want, to talk to your, you want to talk to your lawyer instead. Get Daredevil in here. You talk to Daredevil. You don't talk to me. But what's our big question for today, Brandon? Well, MT, with the premiere of She-Hulk on Disney Plus just around the corner, we're about to get a look at a more judicial side of the MCU. We've seen a lot of the order. Now it's time to see the law, baby. Once the flashy battles have concluded and all the flying around and the pew, pew, pew projectiles, how do you bring some actual justice to the villains of the MCU? And with the myriad of offenses racked up against them, who in the eyes of the law is the actual biggest baddie out there? It all leads us to this week's big question. Who would be the biggest criminal for the Department of Justice to prosecute in She-Hulk? Well, let's throw a book at all of these criminals, brother, because we're going to take a look at some of the biggest offenders of the MCU and see if we can figure out who would have racked up the most charges. And we'll try and focus on those criminals that are still alive, or at least, you know, potentially still alive. And additionally, we might have to rule out any, you know, aliens, gods, extra dimensional beings, mainly because they may not be subject to US laws <laughs> because they live very far away yeah. and uh, don't care. <laughs> That's true. Are you gonna like lock up Dormammu? He doesn't even have hands. How you yeah. gonna handcuff him? What are you gonna do? Uh, it reminds me of one time, uh, oh, it's a really sketchy uh, part of She-Hulk's history where Eros was on trial. Uh, and yeah, he was yeah. like, you know what? Things aren't going my way. I'm gonna fly away. She-Hulk had to like stop him <laughs> from flying away. Very messy part of uh, Marvel history. Good luck trying to put a god on trial. And you might be thinking to yourself, that's crazy. Look, lock those aliens up. Well, you know, that's easier said than done. Plus, look at one of the DOJ's most winnable cases, Loki. Because Loki invaded New York City with an alien army. He caused millions of dollars in damage, and according to some facts thrown out in Civil War, 74 people were killed, which I personally believe is absolute <laughs> it's gotta bullshit. Be bullshit. Like, that is it's gotta be some retconning. No way. They like, said way more than, like, that's, like, hundreds. Hundreds, easily. Thunderbolt Ross said that in Civil War, and I was like, get out of here. You're out of your mind. Get out 74? Of town. Out 74. Of town. Bro, they had a freaking space whale knocking over buildings, bro. Like, nah, no way. No way, Jose. That was like a personal uh, punch by Kevin Feige to Warner Brothers, being like, you killed so many people. And Superman, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> MCU, Aliens Attack New York, 74 people died. That's it. That's it. Only That's 74. It. There's only like six people fighting these aliens. Yeah, 74 yeah. people. Only 74 people died. Get Woo! out of here. Get out of here. But did they put Loki on trial? No. They just extradited him back to Asgard. Where's the justice there? Like, I think that that sets a precedent that we can use for today. Because aliens and guards aren't really being put on trial. I mean, that is... When you really think about it, the end of Avengers, when they're like, you know, they're at the park and Loki and Thor are like, okay, bye. And it's like, you let this guy yep. go, you let him go. The people in New York should be in the streets like, hey, yo, you let Loki go? What's going on? What the f 
Yeah, the people of New York want blood, like yeah. easily. Yeah, like, yeah. The, New York, yeah, they don't, they don't forget. Yeah. They want Loki's. They blood. They saw a beat up Spider Man, and they were ready to tear Doc Ock apart with their bare <laughs> hands. You want to get to him? You got to go through me. Yo, you ain't getting this boy on our train. You're telling me <laughs> Loki just walks away from the crime? Like that's that's some BS. That's some BS. That's whack. Yeah, that's whack. But hey, what, you, you're gonna tell Thor what to do? Not me, not me I at all. I guess not, I guess not. <laughs> so with all that in mind, let's begin by going through our candidates for the biggest legal criminal in the MCU. And we'll start off with a big screen defendant who we are going to be seeing on She-Hulk, Abomination. And let's list some of the Abomination's crimes here. Cause at first, there's obviously property damage throughout all of Harlem. We also have the assault on Bruce Banner, as well as random civilians, you know, throughout his tenure of uh, being the abomination. A lot of civilians got hurt. He's beating up people. Yeah, he's beating up people. You can't allow it. The manslaughter of citizens, police, and soldiers. There was a cover story on the New York Bulletin that said that there were several dozen citizens, police officers, and military personnel were killed. So we have like the New York Bulletin, which also, it shows up in the movies. They've been reading it and stuff, but it also shows up on like this, you know, the Netflix shows. And this is pre Disney getting those rights back. But Ben, in his office, you can see a bunch of articles. I think an article, there's, there is an article cover you can see of like the duel of Harlem or the battle of Harlem, whatever they call it. And there's a little thing at the bottom where it says like several dozen citizens. So multiple factors of 12, number of citizens, <laughs> police officers and military personnel were killed. Almost 76, almost 76. We have to also look at, they, there's a similar cover that was done for like the battle of New York that had said like hundreds dead or something like that. Now these were on the TV shows, so we don't know how much they translate over. You know, is this like a different timeline where there also was a battle in New York and there also was a duel of Harlem where the death counts are higher? I don't know, I don't know. Newspapers exaggerate, maybe. I don't, I don't know what the answer is here. <laughs> at least go back and watch The Incredible Hulk. One person had to die, at least. We'll say at least one person is dead. Uh, yeah. But he's definitely killing like police and military personnel. I don't know about civilians, but like, he's definitely murdered people. So he's got, we'll, we'll say it's manslaughter, right? Because it's not premeditated. He wasn't like, I'm gonna turn into the abomination and kill this guy. He just turned into the abomination and he killed some people. Now you might, you could, he could plead insanity, but I don't know, I don't know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. What else, what other crimes does this man have? Well, I guess technically we could, we could also say stealing government property because the Hulk's blood, at least in, you know, a Ross's eyes, yeah. is government property. Oh, that's a good point, that's a good point. Because Banner turns into Hulk while he's working for Ross, right? and he's hired by the government. And so he probably had to sign a contract that was like, any intellectual property I come up with while I'm working for you, you guys own. So in theory, they own his blood. Uh, yeah, I like that, I like that. Technically, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, technically he is property of the US government, much like uh, they sort of viewed, um, what's his face, Johnny Mayonnaise as uh, property <laughs> of the US government in a way. And so, and uh, Vision, Vision was property of the US government as well. Even though I think that's yes, questionable. Well, I think that's questionable. He's really the property of Helen, Dr. Cho. He's Dr. Cho's property, in my mind. This is true. She made Vision. Yes, in her own she lab. She was the only human there. <laughs> that, was not a, that was not a US government facility. That was her personal lab. Maybe she was being funded by the Korean government. I don't know. But Vision belongs to Helen Cho. Give him back. Give him back. Seriously, they should be married instead. Yeah. I stand Helen and Vision. <laughs> Helen, uh, that's what I, he I hope, that's what he I hope White to. Vision goes to find Helen Cho and he's like, take me back. That is so true. Like people don't really, like I've never considered 
Helen Cho as like a person that White Vision would go to, but like she is one. She she's is, the is creator. creator. She's the creator. But also false imprisonment of Samuel Stearns and making him inject Blonsky with you know more of that Hulk blood because like he sort of held Samuel Stearns against his will. So he's like, hey, give me some of that blood. I want to be crazy. <laughs> And Samuel's like, sure, I'm also crazy. Yeah, I am also a crazy <laughs> We're man. We're both health villains. You, don't, you can put that gun down. I will give this to you for free. Yeah, yeah, he did force him to inject him. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I take that. Now, you say he wants to go crazy. This is the thing. Do we think that Emil on She-Hulk is going to, like, plead insanity for any of this? Because he was mm. kind of tricked into it, I right? I think so. Like, Thunderbolt Ross is like, oh, I need you to do this thing for me. I'm going to give you a little goof juice. It's going to make you happy. He didn't really <laughs> tell him what he was facing, right? He's like, I'm going to make you a little bit stronger because the guy you're after, he's a little tough. And Emil Blonsky was like, I can beat him. I don't need it. And then he got his back broken. No, I think that abomination is, is, is sort of going with this like weird trying to trick the public into like, I was crazy in the past, but like now <laughs> no, I'm, I'm calm. Because cool. like, it seems like from these uh, She-Hulk pr promo material that like he's started a cult. He started this weird like a Bamaste, which is like a play on Namaste, a Bamaste cult. I mean, and he has like flower girl, like girls with flower reeds watching him. And it's just like, he's, I think he's making a case for himself. It's like, you know, I'm cool now. Like you can let me go, like I'm totally fine. But we all know he's not fine. He needs to stay behind bars. Let's talk about Aldrich Killian because he went boom, thanks to Pepper Potts <laughs> in Iron Man 3, but who knows how extreme this extremist stuff really is. Like maybe he's not dead forever. Like maybe he could have somehow reformed. I think that's 100% within the realms of possibility. If his little brain stem is still there, maybe it can still grow a whole body. Exactly. Like, I don't know. The whole theme of that movie was regenerating limbs and regenerating your body. So like, if anyone is gonna survive being blasted, it's, it's Aldrich Killian. But for the sake of this big question today, even though it may or may not be possible, let's just say he survived. So like what charges could the DOJ bring up against Mr. Killian? Okay, so first of all, we got fraud easily because like he deceived the government to receive funding for a disabled veterans program. Yeah. He wasn't telling them what's up. Yeah, like, and he was likely deceiving private investors as well. So that's kind of messed up. We also can add negligence tied to product liability because essentially knowing that extremists is blowing people up not the best thing ever. Like, he knew the risk. He's like, 50-50, yeah. eh, who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's blowing people up, but I gotta keep trying. Right? I mean, like, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You, you can't make an omelet without cracking yeah. a few eggs. Yeah. And we know that, that, that one guy blew up a bunch of people in a bar. Like, those people should all still right? be alive. Because he knew that his product was faulty. He was still trying it on people. Also, assault on many people, including a waiter at a hotel. And Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. He he did a lot of assaulting in that movie. Yeah, he, um, he did not care about the law. He had a glowy fire breath. He was ready to use it. I mean, I don't blame him. But yes, destruction of property, big time. Big time. You definitely use that breath on a lot of property. <laughs> and all those veterans uh, helped him with in his plans. Um, but they were evil veterans, but not the good veterans that we <laughs> love and... Uh, Real, some of them just the wanted some patriots. help. Some of them chose the side yes. of violence, but some of them wanted some help. I wish we saw more of their side in the movie. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we're just like the minions, but like they were just looking for a like a better like a better future. They wanted their like, arm back. They wanted their leg back. That's yeah. all. That's all. We see that some of them are still alive in Shang Chi. They're fighting uh, mm -hmm. in that tournament. Oh, that's which a good is point. Pretty fun. Good point. But also, uh, we could also talk about domestic terrorism because, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, basically funding everything that uh, Trevor Slattery. 
the Mandarin was doing as you know the fake Mandarin. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was uh that's a pretty big. That's Pretty a big, big crime. That's a big crime. Being a That's terrorist. A False imprisonment and kidnapping of Pepper Potts, James Rhodes, and Tony Stark, of course, among others. Uh, God knows how many people he's kidnapped. Probably kidnapped a lot of people. He had a whole compound full of potentially kidnapped people. Terrible person. And also attempting to kidnap President Ellis and crashing a plane, putting several people at risk. I mean, he did kidnap President Ellis, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got him back, but he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, it was a full-on kidnapping. We'll, we'll say it went through. Like, this guy is a menace. He's insane. Like, straight up insane. Yeah. Like, he's like, anything in the name of science, let's go. Yeah. See, like, this, that's the reason why Tony didn't want to go in the elevator with him. He had a feeling. He, he was like, he this guy's tell. crazy. He could tell. Like, yeah, the way he was moving, he was like, come on, Tony. I'm going to just destroy the world. He's like, ah, I'd rather get laid. Sorry, nerd. <laughs> Hey, uh, what, if, what if we brought the president over? I mean, uh, come on. Let's just go get the president. Let's get at the president, Tony. <laughs> I love flashback Killian. He was such oh, a nerd. Man, so good. Such a huge nerd. So good. <laughs> nerd! But also, speaking of Iron Man villains, let's go to Justin Hammer. Because um, our next candidate apparently already had his day in court because he was in jail. Because the last time we saw Justin Hammer, he was at the Seagate Penitentiary serving time for all of his terrible crimes in Iron Man 2. Built all those drones. He was like, oh, it wasn't me. And then I was like, yes, it was you. You're arrested. You're arrested. Um, <laughs> Boom. Gotcha. Uh, he created Whiplash and who may or may not still be alive. I don't know. His trial will certainly be a big deal if it has already happened. So it's possible that they've just kept him locked up and hidden away in secrets. And not even all of the prisoners at Seagate were aware of the millionaire inmate in their midst, though there were some who knew exactly who he was. But what charges could be brought up against Justin Hammer? Well, let's start with aiding and abetting the escape of an international terrorist, Ivan Vanko. He totally did that. Yeah, he helped him get out of jail. And this guy, he didn't really, I won't say he created Whiplash. Like, Ivan Vanko, he's angry, he's in Russia, his bird. I want my bird. A bird. My Hey, there he is. It's the bird man. It's cold. And he sees Tony. <laughs> his only friend is Bird. Yeah, his only friend's a bird. Tony's having a good time. His dad's dead. He's like, well, I build electric cables and whips. You know, maybe build <laughs> armor here, build some armor here. I'm not going to tell you to do your job, Ivan, okay? But so he makes himself. He does the whole thing at Monaco. Very cool. We're all into it. And Justin helps this guy break out. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool, Justin. Not cool. And very illegal. I think they, they killed a person in the process yeah. of breaking him out of prison. Like, yeah, that was pretty messed up. And of course, another crime is associating with the Hydra organization via Senator Stern. Because uh, that dude was mega Hydra. Yeah, he could claim ignorance here. I think Justin could claim ignorance on this one. But I think they're going to slap he this, could. They're gonna slap this charge on it. They're going to slap it on. This is me waiting to get slapped by legal. I'm on the edge of my seat. They're going to be like, ah, no, no, you're in trouble. Yeah, if I'm a good lawyer... I'm going yeah. to slap that charge. Because they on, set uh, up at the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, if you're a good lawyer, you get this guy. I'm a really good lawyer. Because that, that, that whole Senate trial at the beginning of, uh, or congressional hearing at the beginning of Iron Man 2, it's clear that Stearns and Hammer had a whole plan. They're like, we're going to get in there, and then we're going to lay this down on him, and then I'm going to walk in, and I'm going to be dramatic, and blah, 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 blah. And then Tony, some crimes of his own, hacking, shows up what's, what's really going on here, okay? 
But Justin, he's going to go down for this. He's going to get tied in with this whole Hydra breakdown. Oh, for sure. Like it's a, it's all these villains know each other. Yeah. They all they're all friends. They're all Just friends. like to take them all by association. Lock them up. Lock them all up. I say. We also have negligence with weapons because whatever damage and destruction Ivan Vanko caused could be laid at Hammer's feet because like it was basically all of his technology. Um, being used here. And with Vanko dead, the, the government would want someone to take the fall and that someone would be Justin Hammer. Yeah, because he can claim like, hey, I didn't know what this guy was doing. He's in my lab. He locked me out. You know, he locked me out of the software. But yeah, because I think, I mean, I think Whiplash was dead, dead. He's kind of just like slumps over, right? Like, ugh. Like he's dead. This is true. They're going to blame Hammer for all this. He sort of had an off-screen death in a way. Because yeah. like, it, it's implied that yes, his thing exploded right after the, the beeps, but right. like he could have waited like for them to leave and be like, well, taking this off and I'm leaving. And I'm gone. <laughs> also, wear a helmet, Vanko. Wear a helmet. What's wrong with you? Yes. One headshot. Well, You're why? dead. Come on. Wear man. a helmet. And that's why we wear a helmet. Something you kind of mentioned, MT, and it could be possible. Like we saw Justin Hammer in Seagate Prison in the All Hail the King one shot, right? And I think he's kind of referenced in Luke Cage because Luke Cage was also at Seagate. It was like, he didn't really know. Anyways, they could have, Hammer may not have faced his trial yet. He could just be like locked up and they're like, we don't want to have this trial yet. It's going to expose too much. But I think so much time has happened that he must have been put on trial by now, unless they've got him hidden away. And they're, they're telling the public, oh, Hammer's dead too. But they just have him like locked up somewhere. But I think they would want this trial because this is a guy they can nail. This looks good for them. Boom. Easy conviction. Well, yeah. Easy shot in case. I think that, like, he's been well convicted a long time ago. Like, the, the, that, that whole situation was too much of a big deal for, for there not to be a fast conviction. Because there's too many eyes on it. Yeah. Ruined the Stark Expo. It ruined the Stark Expo. Absolutely ruined it. Mm -hmm. My goodness. They mm -hmm. had to redo it again. But there's another potentially dead villain that might not actually be dead. Who, if he does return, could actually be brought up on big charges. And that someone is Darren cross from Ant-Man 1. Because while we saw him viciously shrunk down into the quantum realm in literally the most gruesome fashion, uh. like one of the most gruesome body horrors of the MCU, good God, Janet Van Dyne proved that it is possible to survive and be brought back. So if they do ever bring Darren Cross back, what charges could he face? Well, right off the bat, associating with criminal and terrorist organizations for the purposes of illegal arms sales. Hydra, he was working with a man called Mitchell Carson, um, who used to be a, a S.H.I.E.L.D. director of security. And he was actually Hydra, because mm -hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra. Yeah. And so after Hydra fell, he was like, hey, let's work with Darren Cross, because he's going to make a little, a little tiny army for us, which oh would actually be gosh. terrible. Frightening. Whoo! Like, actually, it would have been, like, Ant-Man really saved the day here, because, like, Hydra having Ant-Man technology would have absolutely been terrible. Murder, also. Big charge. He killed our boy Frank. Arrest this man. Lock him up. One of the most gruesome deaths in the MCU again. Terrible. I feel like that gun would be, if you made that into a gun form, I feel like Ward be a lot less bloody. It basically know? was like, already like, a lot I, less bloody. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You just turn into a little like go Oh, oh blood. those will be some good letters home to parents. Like we sent your boy off to war. <laughs> He was on the battlefield. Something happened. I don't know, but he's tiny goo now. We can't find him. The end. We put him inside this letter. <laughs> Empty the solution we to all wars is with not this gun. It's not this gun. That is not the solution to all wars. But yes, uh, there's also investor fraud because he's been lying about the efficiency of his tech to investors because he didn't 100% have 
the pimp particle formula down. He was like, yeah, I've got it. Don't worry. Just got to gotta kill this old man first. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> lying to some investors for sure. Manslaughter, of course, because uh, two helicopter pilots got killed by the lasers on the yellow jacket suit. But also there's also breaking and entering Cassie Lang's house, plus the false imprisonment of Cassie Lang. Breaking into a little girl's house, that's uh, jail good. forever, not good. in my opinion. No, 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 bueno. Leave little girls' bedrooms alone. I say. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you better stay in that quantum realm, buddy. Because if you come back to our yeah. realm, we're locking you up. You're going yeah, to the big house. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, <laughs> Chris Hansen's gonna be waiting yep. for him. I was like, excuse me, we gotta talk about some things. He's just like in the same space. Well, we... He's just like, and he comes back, and he's like, oh, I made it back. Thank God. And then Chris Hansen walks into the room, like, so you like to be around little kids, huh? He's like, oh it's boy, like, hey, here we go. you have a seat there, Darren? Yeah, yeah. He's like naked because he was in the quantum realm, but he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, so you like to shrink down, huh? Hmm, interesting. I was like, uh-huh, interesting. Also, Frank was my cousin. Because <laughs> while we're in the Ant-Man universe, we could also touch on Sonny Birch for a moment. Because while not the biggest criminal mastermind, he does face a few charges, including dealing in illegal and stolen weapons and technology. That's his whole deal. He's a weapons dealer. He's, he's very proud of it. He's like, I deal with a lot of shady people and I make a lot of money. So give me that give me that uh, quantum energy, Jan, uh, Hope Van Dyne. Is is this um, your Walton so, yeah. Goggins impression? I'm loving it. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This is good. Like, hey, I'm a bad person. There's that. There's also the false imprisonment of the ex-con boys, uh, T.I. And, and friends, injecting someone with drugs against their will. Mm -hmm. Big crime. Big crime. That was the uh, truth serum. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a truth serum, but was totally a truth serum. And uh, the reckless endangerment during the car chase through San Francisco. A lot of people were in danger you there. Can, you can lay all that at their feet. There was definitely destruction. Someone might have been in a minor accident causing some damage. And while some of it, you could yes. argue, is Ant-Man and the Wasp's fault, I think they're just going to pin it all on Sonny Birch. Plus, he's, he's definitely getting convicted because he was captured he had the truth serum and it was just leak, leaking all yes. the leaking all the truth he was confessing everything we also need to add restaurant negligence because he confesses oh that's right that's movie. right <laughs> add it to the list sonny birch you're going to jail he's big time criminal but let's talk about a different criminal now because another criminal who has already been locked up is adrian toombs aka vulture even though you know he got arrested and thrown in prison and got out by a weird multiverse yeah. technicality <laughs> In Morbius, I don't know. Spoilers for Morbius if you haven't seen it. If you're, if you're holding out on Morbius, what are you doing? Bro, if you haven't seen Morbius, just just watch the post credit scene because that's the only thing you need to watch. But what were the crimes of um, Adrian Toomes? Let's talk about theft. Let's talk about theft. Because uh, that's his whole big deal, his big spiel in Homecoming. He loves stealing alien tech, especially from government agencies like the Department of Damage Control. He was all about stealing and selling black market weapons, which is weapons trafficking, which is his second crime, because he was overseeing the production of, and the sales of weapons using highly illegal technology, very dangerous technology that was very reactive to like different types of radiation, like X-ray or radiation, like in uh, the <laughs> Washington Monument. Also the destruction of government property, because the Washington <laughs> Monument, sort of on him in a way. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if he never stole it, like, could they pin that on him? I don't know. Well, but also any any facility he's breaking into, right, any trucks that he's damaging as part of his theft, that's all government property. Boom. Easy. Lock it up. Yes, true. And also, <laughs> just the nature of uh, his 
his being, he violated protected airspace mm. uh, just by flying around, but also being on that plane and trying to steal all that technology from Tony Stark. Yeah, he tried to hijack that plane. Big, big violation. And uh, assaulting a minor. We got to talk about this because uh, Peter was a teenager throughout that entire ordeal. So uh, Peter would have been underage during their fight, but does the memory spell wipe clear that charge from his record? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, if they bring him up on, we know he was in jail and he was in jail. Right for whatever <clears throat> he probably wasn't in jail for assaulting spider-man because they don't know who spider-man is at this point but eventually they would figure it out in far from home at the end of far from home they figured it out so now they know he's a teenager he's under 18 at the time of these crimes you could go back and throw that on there maybe but then the memory spell would happen and they'd be like oh never mind we don't know what this charge is for we'll, we'll wipe that one off hmm. i i think that assaulting a minor might be thrown out because they don't know that spider-man's a minor right but even if they know let's say they know spider-man's a minor I think you could say like, well, Spider-Man put himself in that situation. It's not like he went to Spider-Man's house and is like, put your fists up, sucker. It's time for a fight. <laughs> like, Spider-Man got involved in all this. Yeah, okay, True. that's fine. We'll let him True. walk on that. We'll let him walk on that charge. Okay, but he's still <laughs> going to jail for a long time yeah, yeah. If, uh, if it wasn't for Morbius anyway. Uh, thanks, Morbius. Thanks, Dr. Michael Morbius. But now here's an interesting one that could be considered. Um, Wanda Maximoff, because using the parameters that we've established today, do we think that Wanda could be brought up on charges for the actions in Westview? Okay, MT, let's think about this, all right? She is Sokovian. She doesn't have an American citizenship. And we think, we think that the Sokovia Accords kind of wiped the slate clean for everybody, right? They were like, yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna have these and if you were a superhero and you did something, and you're, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. Because in this scenario we've set up, right, the Department of Justice, they can't go after aliens, they can't go after like interdimensional beings. They kind of stay away from like, they're going after like US citizens who are committing these crimes. She's not one, but she commits this crime on US soil. The Westview, this would be all the Westview stuff, right? This happens after the Sokovia Accords. So what could they charge her with? They could charge her with, I guess, like false imprisonment, right? Because she imprisoned that right, whole town. Right, that's true. That's like hundreds of people with false yeah, imprisonment. That's, that's that's a huge crime. Destruction of property. Some things get destroyed, I would say. Yeah, I would say so as well. I mean, like, you know, mind control. I feel like there's like a huge- Is there, is there a crime for mind control? Know. Is mind control a crime? <laughs> I don't, that's not, well. Is that on the books? I guess like sort of like she forced her will on somebody, mm, on, mm. on a bunch of people. So like that, someone yeah, yeah. like forcing yourself on someone else, I think that's a crime. Like manipulation. Well, some oh, capacity, most definitely, I don't know. Most definitely, that's fair. <laughs> yes, no one's arguing that, MT. And there's also children involved. It's, I would say destruction of property. Yeah. And then did anyone die in, in Westview? Did any like soldiers or police officers die? They get changed. So they don't necessarily like ever die. No one got killed, killed, right? Besides Vision, who dies all the time. I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone died in Westview, but like maybe, like, we, but we don't know if those kids, any of those kids were hurt. Cause like some kids mm. might have allergies or allergies oh. or like sicknesses and like, and they were like, who knows? Like, like, they, they, they I, have to eat a, I have to eat chocolate today. Cause she's like, uh, she's not working hard on like the outer <laughs> ones, right? They're mostly just like sleeping or exactly. standing still. But one of them, she's like, yeah, kids like chocolate, eat some chocolate. And the kids like, eat chocolate. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, 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 we'll pin a assault. We'll pin assault definitely on her. But here's the thing. If Sokovia is like not gonna, if she like, le she leaves, right? They kind of let her leave, but who's gonna stop her? How are you gonna arrest the Scarlet Witch? You can't arrest her. You can't put her in jail. You'd have to involve the Sorcerer Supreme, but she's stronger than the Sorcerer right. Supreme. So you're never gonna get her arrested and you're never gonna get her in a courtroom. It's, it's not safe for anybody in there. I think they just let her go. That's why they let her, they were like, we're not even gonna try. I think that they might 
take a page out of the um, clandestines book and just like exile her, <laughs> oh, which okay. is something that Wanda wanted anyway. Oh, like, Wanda okay. wanted to leave the universe. I like anyway, that. so they'd probably be like Doctor Strange. Kick her out, cause like she, she give her what she wants. Like put her, put her out of here. I like this idea too that she leaves, and the the Department of Justice is like, well, you can't ever come back. How about that? Boom. <laughs> Problem solved. Next case. Don't come back. Period. We're not gonna come after you, but please don't ever come back. We're begging you, please. We have to use Westview as the point for like the charges that Wanda could be brought up on, because like all the things that she did in Multiverse of Madness weren't necessarily on U.S. soil, a lot of them, but also no one really knew what she did. Like her, a lot of, all of her actions in Multiverse of Madness were unknown to the eyes of the general public. Like there was, it's mainly a comertage, like mystical realm thing that happened and all the people that died were mainly magic people. So like, as far as people in New York know, Wanda is just chilling. <laughs> like they don't really know where she's at. She's never gonna do anything wrong. Unless someone, unless someone snitches on her about being in charge of Gargantos, they can blame all the Gargantos stuff on her. Unless, unless Steven's a little bitch, it's got a snitch on her. <laughs> you know. But honestly, I don't think that Steven said anything because, like, we saw that the Illuminati erected a statue for Steven. It's like, yo, people need heroes. People need someone to believe in. And because that Wanda destroyed the Darkhold at the end of the movie, I think Steven is going to do the same thing and like erect a statue for Wanda and be like, oh, yeah, okay. She, saved everyone Ooh. and uh, she's a hero and she died being a hero. And so I think that that's what they were setting up there. So I think people don't really know. You're off the hook, Wanda. You're off the hook, Wanda. You're off the hook for everything after Westview. You're totally fine. You're fine. Please don't hurt me. But who do we think is the biggest criminal in the MCU in the eyes of the US government? I mean, I think it's gotta be our boy Aldrich Killian, right? He is a big time criminal. Capital C criminal. This is huge. Yeah, like he kidnapped the president. <laughs> yeah. Like even the stuff, even the stuff you could get like Wilson Fisk on. If you even take just Daredevil's Wilson Fisk, and we know he gets arrested and goes to jail, his crimes are nothing. A little murder here and there, please. Kidnap the president and then talk to me, all right? Fund, fund. Oh, uh, yeah, there's no yeah, higher crime. Create a domestic terrorist and then talk to me, okay? Like, come on, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Aldris Killian is the number one get bad guy. It's got to be Killian. Yeah. I would say Killian. Who, who would give him a run for his money? Maybe, uh, oh, Loki would, but like Loki. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. I think, yeah, yeah, I think Loki would give him a run for his money, even though only 74 people died. That's got to be a lie. Total lie, total lie. Stop lying to us, government. Stop. You lying mother Stop. Yeah, I think, yeah, you would put Loki as like a bigger criminal, but they're never, you could never even put Loki on trial. Like, unless you had the technology True. to keep him locked up and like wrapped up. But like, Loki's gonna live for 5,000 years. What, what jail are you gonna put him in? Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's true. You can't stop it's him. It's true. Like, they're just going to send him to Asgard yeah. anyway. <laughs> the second you turn your back, he's going to shapeshift into the guard, and you're going to be like, how'd you get in the cell? Get out of there, Jerry. And then he's free again. Seriously. Boom. Like, Loki could escape the raft yeah. if he wanted to. Oh, like, yeah. This Easy. dude is just like. Easy. <laughs> Easy. But yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Ardris Killian is probably the biggest he's bad huge. of all. If he's still alive. Yeah. If you were out there, Killian. You better keep running. They need to regrow that buddy and put him on trial. But be sure to head on over to DrewRockStarsMerch.com to check out all of our awesome merch options. Because right now we have our newest, latest Accession shirt, 
worthy of love inspired by Thor Love and Thunder. That shirt is limited edition and won't be available for much longer. So make sure you grab it while you can and support the channel and all the great work that we do by heading on over to NewRockstarsMerch.com today. And also, did you know that New Rockstars has a live show that happens every weekday right here on our YouTube channel? That's right, everybody. The Break Room goes live every weekday at 3 p.m. Pacific, and it's broadcast from our actual Break Room at New Rockstars HQ. We talk about all the biggest nerd news from the day, interact with the chat, and even manage to have a little mandatory fun every now and then. So check out The Break Room on our channel, and be sure to join us live if you can, because we'd love to have you. It's really fun. But yes, now it is time for our bite-sized questions. Brandon, are you ready? Oh, baby, I love a little bite-sized question. Mm. Mm. Oh. Eat oh. that bite-sized. Mm, munchkin. Now, Brandon, are there Kang variants in the Andrew or Toby Spider-Verse? And this is from Omarch37 on Discord. I mean, I think you gotta say most definitely, right, MT? You know, he who remains laid out in Loki that there were multiple universes stacked on top of each other. And with those other universes come other Kangs. And while he doesn't in that episode outright say that every universe has a Kang, I would reason he's like a pretty standard figure, right? Like maybe even a Nexus being, like Kang is, he's gotta be there, right? He, he, he's a, a pin, he's a focal point of every universe. Now, since we know that both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield universes are connected to the MCU, and the death of He Who Remains allowed them to be pulled into the MCU, it means that there's a high probability that their universes also contained Kangs, right? Their universes are very similar to the MCU in so much that it's Earth and it's got New York City and they got Spider Boys, right? They're, it's not like one of them came from that like liquid paint universe we saw in Multiverse of Madness. Like the Kang from that universe might be very strange or maybe not exist at all. It's just like a glob <laughs> of paint or something. And he can't really get his I'm act Kang. Hey, Kang. 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 Not very useful. Now, here's one thing I was thinking, MT. Let's say that, like, because those universes have, like, Marvel heroes, they also have a Kang. Could their Kangs already be dead? <gasps> like, could they have been killed by another mm. Kang or something like that? And they're just, like, left. Like, what if the reason, like, their universes don't have, like, Avengers and all these other heroes it's because a Kang got to their universe and like pruned it in like a weird way where he like killed their Kang and that like stopped anything else from happening. So there's a spider boy, but there's nothing else. Like what if that's what happened in their universes? I think that there are definitely multiple Kangs in different um, like universes. And I think that the Kang he who remains killed all of those Kangs in the past. And like they all had their own versions of TVAs. And I think that, like, the, the the Raimi universe has a Kang, Andrew Garfield has a Kang, the X-Men universe has a Kang. And I think that, like, the X-Men universe could potentially be where Loki went to at the end of Loki, where, uh, where Sylvie sent him to. Because, oh, like, okay. we see a whole new TVA, you know, yeah. a statue of Kang that's already erected. I think that, that that TVA could have had a Kang that was killed. And whoever is, uh, like, in the seat of He Who Remains in, in that universe, in that multiverse, rather is sort of like passing off Kang as like, oh yeah, he's he's your god, but like, you know, he's dead and like, I'm the real god. Okay. And like, that could be uh, Renslayer, that could be um, wh whoever's in charge. Ah, I like that idea. I like the idea that there's multiple Kangs who act like he who remains. And they all thought that they were the ones that were like, I'm gonna shield myself from all the other Kangs. When in actuality, there was a bunch of Kangs doing that, keeping their little universes safe. Oh, I love this MT, I love it. So many Kangs. Yeah, so many Kangs. But here's another question for you, Brandon. 
August 13th is International Left-Handers Day. So are there any Marvel or DC characters identified as left-handed? And this is from Millennial on Discord. Thank you, Millennial. Hopefully your, 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 your millennium gets a little bit more exciting. <laughs> yeah, millennium. this is a real millennium <laughs> for sure. So it seems like about 10% of the population considers themselves left-handed, all right? And so I was looking into this and like they don't really say which heroes and villains are like left-handed. Like a lot of people are like, oh, Captain America uses his left arm as his shield arm. And some people argue that this means he's left-handed because he'll throw with that arm sometimes. I don't know, it's very confusing. And a lot of times I saw drawings where it was on both sides. And I think that's like a lot of how it is for a lot of these heroes because they're so smart and strong and ambidextrous or whatever. They can just use whatever hand they want to use. It doesn't matter. Like the same thing for Bucky. People are like, oh, because his left arm is his metal arm, maybe he's left-handed now. I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't think so. Why didn't you use the metal arm? Well, I don't always think of it immediately on right-handed. It, it's hard to say, it's really hard to say, but there is an obscure Marvel villain named Left Hand who comes from the New Warriors comics of the early 1990s. Don't we just love the New Warriors? And he's, hey. called, he's <laughs> called Left Hand because he shoots destructive energy from his left hand. But honestly, I don't know if he writes with that hand or not. He has to use that hand for his power, so they call him left hand. I don't know if he's like actually left-handed or he's like, well, I have to shoot it out of here. Now, I think I think we can count Hellboy as left-handed, okay? Though he's not Marvel mm. or DC, he's Dark Horse, so this goes outside of your question. Right. But because his big, you know, stone hand is his right hand, he's definitely using his left hand to like do stuff. He's not writing with the stone hand. He's not cooking with it. He's not you know, petting a dog. He's using his left hand to do a lot of stuff. So I will say, boom, Hellboy's left-handed. He's gotta be left-handed. Then of course, there's the famous Green Lantern villain, Sinestro, who is often shown wearing his ring on his left hand. And this is sort of like- he's married. Because <laughs> he's married. <laughs> uh, this is sort of like an Easter egg kind of thing that the artists like to do a lot. Because apparently like, <laughs> so, Sinestra is the word from which Sinestro is derived. It's a Latin word and it means left in ancient Latin. But thanks to folklore over time, like left-handedness became associated with evil, which is really messed up. Sorry to all my left-handed people out there. My mother's left-handed, she's not evil, I promise. But because of all this like association with like the left hand and like evilness and the devil, the word sinister came about from Sinestra and Sinestro is very similar similar to Sinister. So a lot of the artists have started putting the left, or the power ring on Sinestro's left hand to kind of signify like, oh, he's that evil. That's how sinister he is. He even puts he's his ring crazy. on his left hand. He's crazy. <laughs> his left-handed man is crazy. We should have never trusted him as soon as he put that green lantern ring on his left hand. We should have never we trusted him. We knew he was gonna betray him. us. Also, this is just another great way to point out how it's insane that humanity has made it this far when we were a bunch of crazy people wandering around being like, that man's left-handed, he must be evil. Kill him immediately. <laughs> like, what is wrong with people? Witch. Jeez, a witch. Left-handed, probably a witch. Now here's, here's a good one, MT. So in the MCU, Ulysses Clow's weaponized arm is his left arm. And it, you know, it looks like a hand and then it opens up and it's got a gun and blah, 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 blah. But in the comics, it's his right arm that is the weapon. And in the comics, it's not like his weapon arm is like a fake hand that opens up. It's like this crazy 
gun thing. Like contraption. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> because in the comics, that's his right arm. He has to be using his left hand in the comics. So our boy Claw is definitely left-handed. Ulysses Claw, left-handed, write it down. He's your winner, Confirmed. Baby. Confirmed. Here's another fun little uh, tidbit. Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner, the actors, are both left-handed. You can see pictures of them signing oh. autographs with their left hand. But it seems like, for the most part, their characters are ambidextrous. So, like, okay. you can't say Black Widow and Hawkeye are left-handed because they're peak humans. They can use any hand they want. They're incredible yeah, at everything. Like, you can't stop I think them. they they, tr they train you in uh, both yeah, in yeah. ambidextrousness in the Red Room. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that they uh, It's the only <laughs> go good over. thing they do in the Red Room. The only good thing. <laughs> the only good oh thing. Oh, my gosh. Really? Thank God that guy's dead. Bring him up on charges. <laughs> the worst. But here's what matters the most, folks. For International Left-Handers Day, our beloved Stan Lee, he was left-handed. Bless. It's true. Not an evil man, either. Bless not an evil heart. man. He's a good guy. Not uh, evil. R.I.P. Stanley, we miss you. Bless you and your left hand. Mourn you till we yes, join you. Yes, you gotta remember, Spider-Man was created with a left hand. It's true. Never forget it. Never forget it. Never That's forget why it. he's evil. We gotta get this Spider-Menace. <laughs> That's why he's a menace. <laughs> if Jane, if Jane, Jonah Jameson could ever prove that Spider-Man was left-handed, he would, he would print that on the front page. Why don't you back it up with a source? My source is that I made it the f up. Yeah, like open and shut case. I did see <laughs> Spider-Man left-handed. <laughs> I did see someone point out that, like, I think in the Tom Holland uses his left hand to talk on the phone. So people were saying, like, oh, Spider-Man's left-handed. But again, he's like, he's too smart. He can use whatever hand he wants. It, it, it doesn't affect him. I use my left hand to talk on the phone sometimes. Yeah, I do too. But I'm right-handed. I, I don't know. People are crazy. That's weird. These, these left-handed maniacs, they want to claim anyone that can. <laughs> they they want to claim anyone. They've got to be stopped. Those monsters must be stopped. They're evil. We love They're the devil. <laughs> but here's our box of scraps time, Brandon. It's oh, time for the box of scraps. You ready? Put it in a cave with a box of scraps. I'm opening a fake box. I'm opening the box. Mm. I took something out of it. Mm. It's a it's a scrap. Oh. I'm eating it. Oh, I've don't eat. No, that. you're supposed to I'm build dying. with the box of scraps. <laughs> I eat the box of scraps. It's too late. I need... <laughs> I need surgery on my chest. I've eaten scraps. <laughs> to keep the shrapnel from getting I've to eaten. my heart. That's how you become Iron Man. You eat the scraps to become Exactly. Man. I'm trying to become Iron Man. But all right, Brandon, our box of scraps question of today is, if you had to be a villain in the MCU, which villain would you want to be? This is a dark, dark question. I don't want to be a bad, I, I want to be a bad guy, but I don't want to be a bad, bad guy. You know, you don't want to be like the worst of the worst. I, I would be the tinkerer. The tinkerer? The tinkerer is oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You can blame your crimes on other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he was just like, I'm just messing with just, alien stuff. I, I didn't tell him to use it as a gun. I was just trying to make stuff. Right? I was just trying to make so stuff. I'm just making guns. People just pick the guns up. I don't know. I think, I mean, this is dark to say. Uh, I think I'd want to be Justin Hammer. <laughs> he's got a pretty... Yo, he's cool. He's pretty That's a cool kick. dude. I think if you could... I would just, I would keep my ego in check. I would be like, it's okay to be the number two manufa manufacturer of weapons in the world. That's fine. I don't, I don't need to be number one. I got this private plane. I got self-tanning lotion. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. I got sweet dance moves. Yeah, I think I'd be Justin Hammer. <laughs> you know, every now and then I get that's a little a, crazy, but uh, yeah, I'll be Justin Hammer. You be the tinker. Like you're still a millionaire. Like you're, you're still yeah, yeah. living good. Still living good. Yeah, we can we, we can work on let's something, work, man. Let's work tinker together. Justin Hammer team up. Let's work together. Yo, yeah. Match made in heaven. But that is it for this episode of Big Question. I want to thank Brandon for joining me on this wonderful episode. Please follow him 
at Grin and Barrick on Twitter. He's an amazing man. Follow me at Mastertainment on Twitter if you want to see me tweet some weird shit. But follow New Rockstars wherever we are on, on the internet, and especially on YouTube. When you do on YouTube, make sure to hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time we upload a video. And if you want to continue the conversation, join our New Rockstars Discord server. If you're over 18 and interested, click the link for the New Rockstars Discord server in the description box below and join the conversation because we are having so much fun on our Discord. So come on over. We love you. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.